That was from one of last year's episodes of Undercover Boss Australia. It's not on TV anymore. I can't say honestly that I'll miss it, but it was an interesting idea, I think. Each week in Undercover Boss, the high-flying CEO of a major company leaves the comfort of their office, rolls up their sleeves, gets their hands dirty working for their own company, working for people who are under them. So the head of Domino's Pizza in Australia, Don May, I think is his name, changed his name to Peter, put on glasses to disguise himself, put on the Domino's cap, and got a job at the local Domino's Pizza store making pizzas. The head of IGA got a job at the Ballina IGA supermarket working in the bakery making bread. He didn't even last a week. He got the sack. (laughs) The aim of the show is to give a person at the top a taste of life at the bottom of the food chain. They go from giving the orders to taking the orders. They go from being the CEO to being the Garbo, undercover boss. Now, I reckon that's not too far from what was happening in the passage that was read for us earlier this morning. Jesus goes from being the boss to being a servant. Let's have a look at it, and I'll just read it and see if you can notice that. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Can you see the contrast in those first two sentences there? He was in very nature God. And he took on, same words, the very nature of a servant. In other words, if you could look at Jesus before he became a man, back before the world was made, what was he like? He was God. You'd look at him and there would be no doubt at all about who he was. You look at a dog, you know it's a dog. You look at a cat, you know it's a cat. You look at Jesus, he's God. In fact, in the Bible, people who actually see God, they are blown away. They are reduced to a quivering mess. They are terrified when they see God. That's what Jesus was like before that first Christmas. He was in very nature God. And if you could have seen him, you would have seen it. But he didn't hold on to that. Look at the words used in the Bible to describe what Jesus did. He made himself nothing. He took on the very nature of a servant. He was made in human likeness. Jesus became a human being, a man. And that is what Christmas is all about. The birth of God in the person of Jesus becoming a human baby boy. And then he grew up as an apprentice carpenter and he walked around Galilee. And if you had have been there, you could have seen him, you could have talked with him, you could have shaken his hand and said hello. And when Jesus was human, what did he look like then? He just looked like any other ordinary person. He didn't come down to earth on some red carpet with a halo so everyone knew he was God. He became fully human. If ever there was a case of undercover boss... This was it. There's a big difference, though. For Jesus, this wasn't just some research trip to gather information. It was a rescue trip. Jesus didn't just come into our world so he could see what the problems are and experience them for himself and then go back to heaven and make some new policy and the world will be a better place and work better. 
He didn't need to come in and do research. He knows what we're like. He made us. And then he watched us turn against him and disobey him. God sees everything that we do, the good and the bad. He knows all the thoughts that we have. And he knows the problem with this world is that we have rejected him as the boss. And so on that first Christmas when Jesus became one of us, it wasn't a fact-finding mission. It was a rescue mission. In fact, the first reading that we had this morning, can you remember the words of the angel to Joseph? You will give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And in fact, that's what the next bit of this passage is about. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. It's not just that Jesus became a human being, that's what we think about at Christmas time, but he died under the judgment of God. That's what we think about at Easter time. He died as a substitute for us in our place, for us. And what happened next? We often think about Christmas, we often think about Easter, but what happened next? Jesus, who was God, who became flesh and who died in our place, what happened next? The passage goes on to tell us. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What happened next is that Jesus was raised to life and he was given his rightful place again as boss of this world. And one day, everyone will see him for who he is. At the end of every episode of Undercover Boss, there's the big revealing, the big uncovering where all the employees are brought into the boardroom and the boss comes in and they get to see him for who he really is. Everyone who worked for him, whether they've treated him well or whether they've treated him badly, whether they uh, uh, you know, did good things for him or whether they gave him the sack, they are there to find out that he's their boss. And sometimes in that boardroom there's tears of joy and excitement. Other times there's fear as they think about all the things that they did, all depending on how they treated him when he was undercover. The Bible tells us there will come a day when Jesus returns and everyone will stand before him and see him for who he is. He's our boss. And for some people that will be a terrifying day because they've treated him badly. For other people that will be a day of great joy because they're trusting him and they know he came to save them. It depends on how you've treated Jesus in the meantime. So we're here this morning. We're thinking about Jesus. How have you treated Jesus? How have you treated Jesus? It's no use avoiding the question by saying, I'm free to, to believe what I like or I'm, I'm just here to make the family happy. 
if this is true, if what the Bible says is true, if Jesus did come into the world to save people, then this is important. You need to choose where you stand before him. He came on a rescue mission and he thinks we need rescuing. If this is true and you ignore him, this is the biggest mistake you'll ever make. But if this is true and you treat Jesus for who he is, then Christmas really is the most amazing and wonderful news that you could ever hear. Because Christmas is an offer of peace and forgiveness with the boss of this world, Jesus. What sort of terms are you on with the boss? Let's pray. Father, thank you that you are not a God who is distant from this world and who needs to come here to see what's going on. Thank you that you know exactly what's going on in this world. We have turned our backs against you. But thank you that even knowing the hurt and the pain in this world and what Jesus would go through, thank you that he was willing to come to earth to rescue us, to die for us. Father, thank you for the great joy and peace that that brings. And we pray for every person here this morning that they would take the time, perhaps this January, uh, if they haven't done it already, to look into the Bible and investigate Jesus for themselves so that they might be able to treat him for who he is. But we just want to thank you for Christmas and for the peace that Jesus brings. Amen.